Hogan, but glorious. Hulk Hogan, Hollywood Hulkster, whatever they call you, I'm coming after you, you coward. Welcome to Broken But Glorious, I'm Chris Laff and I'm delighted to be joined on the line by the owner of North Wrestling, Andrew Bowers. How are you doing this evening, Andrew? Hello, Chris. Thanks very much for having us on. Much appreciated. Yes, that's, that's a huge thanks for joining us, Stephen. I've, yeah, I've wanted to have you on for ages. <laughs> so yeah, we just never really got it, got it to work, really, unfortunately. But I'm glad I've I'm listened to a few podcasts of yours. Yeah. Some really awesome guests. Oh, thank you. It's a, pl- it's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, so Andrew has joined us to discuss his upcoming North Wrestling, Smash Mirrors and Fuck TV at, <laughs> <laughs> at the Riverside in Newcastle on this yeah, Saturday. I've had a few questions about that. Uh, yeah, this Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. So. That's a fantastic event name. Where did you come up with the tagline? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like, it tends to always be maybe, like, a few days before each show. I've got, I've got the show after this. I'm very much like, I live in the moment. So yeah. <laughs> I only really think about like, the next show that's happening. Mm-hmm. So I always think two days before, oh god, we better announce the next one. So let's think of the name. I've been to an Idols game during um, the band Idols. Yeah. Exactly, the junior music and all that. I've been to a gig of theirs at the Riverside, which is where we have our have our shows. I've been with my brother. Mm-hmm. I got really, really drunk and just went, ah, oh, shit, I need a name. I've always wanted to use like Idols and Eric. And I just went, oh, I'll just use that one. That sounds good. <laughs> it's, it's going to work fucking it. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I didn't think of is that's really bad for advertising, especially on like Facebook and these ones and posts. Yes. Everything, and <laughs> everything just gets completely incensified. So, so for some of the Facebook posts, I'd take off the fuck TV bit and just call it I Smash Mirrors. But I like the kind of Could you could you spell it F double O K? Would that get away from senses or not? I could I could have, but I think I think if you could say you gotta say fuck, just say fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody I think it was Matthew Pontchermaine who just commented on us. Yeah. Immediately commented on it and said, Wish I could TV's now, are we? I never even thought of it that way. <laughs> so I just wanted to ask a, a few questions about you and the history of the promotion before we get into the event. So, how long yeah. have you been a wrestling fan? Uh, so, probably like everyone who's in the wrestling, I've been a wrestling fan since I was a kid. Yeah. Like, since, since I can remember, like, pretty much, um, like, early, well, late 80s, early 90s, I remember uh, I had a, had a neighbour next door who was, who was, like, the only person on Sky TV. Yeah. He used to get, like, let me come around and watch Simpsons and wrestling was on there as well, and I was like, what is this? <laughs> and then I had a, a mate of mine, like, um, who I used to go around his house and his mum and dad. He was like, oh, did you have a, maybe it was you, but I, I know I had a, my parents had bought me anything like that when, when I was a kid. No. I always had, he was that one friend who had like, he had like a leg drive, he had uh, a SNES as well, he had like a master system before that, he had a sweet PC. Yeah, we, 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 had, we had a PC next door, I had the Xbox, uh, not Xbox, Mega Drive, 
And we, yeah. we, had, we had a dodgy skybox on the guy from the snooker club. We? We, yeah, <laughs> we, we eventually got a dodgy telly box. Yeah. Cable box, chip box. Hmm. I could finally watch it at home. But yeah, he used to get the, 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 uh, the tapes. Yeah. So he'd have like all the, is it Silver Vision? Like Silver Vision, yes. Yeah, he used to have like just reams and reams of them. So like, it was all the classic stuff that I remember watching, which is like, you know, like the barbershop, um, Sean Michael's manager and everything. I still remember when, um, see, these are the things I'm reasoning in my head. It's like when um, uh, Bruce Barber and Beefcake got his head shaved off and he was like bleeding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Pat Shango made the black goo come out of all the Warriors' head. Like, I wasn't, I was a pretty big Hogan fan, but I was a bigger, like, Macho Man fan. I was Macho Man, yeah. That was, yeah. Uh, he's just, he's absolutely the greatest of all time in my, in my books. Like, yeah. I mean, I've got a pretty good appreciation of everyone from that era because I just think those stupid characters are just brilliant like it's definitely nostalgic because if you go back once in a while it's just terrible but um, I, I had this really weird like obsession with like IRS oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like IRS I really like Rico Man and I really like uh, Billy Donovan as well mm. it's weird yeah it's quite, quite a nice kid isn't it also <laughs> I like those bad guys but yeah so, yeah. so from then I remember just you know and then the attitude era came in, and me and my mates just used to go around my mates' house to sleep over, stay and watch Raw. Just really classic UK wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> 30 year old man fan. But then I stopped watching for quite a long time, probably about after like, uh, like high school maybe. Because mm. um, like, it was massive in high school, everyone liked wrestling in high school. There wasn't a single person who didn't like wrestling in high school. Um, and then when I went to uni, I, I just got all six form of the band, and I was just all about being in the band, yeah. music, everything. And I, I, I think I was probably brought back in the wrestling around about 2007 when uh, Impact, well, TNA, um, came on, I think it was on the Challenge. Challenge. Uh, yeah. And I was like, alright, well, I'll watch wrestling again. And it was, I'd, heard, I'd always kept in touch with it, but I'd heard about like Ring of Honor, um, one of my mates I worked with was in the wrestling, Noah, let me DVD. So I'd seen bits and bits and bits and bits of, like, here and there. I'd heard about AJ Styles, I'd heard about Sergio, mm. all of that around the time. And I remember watching TNA and thinking, oh, this is, this is brilliant. Like, and at that time, I think it probably, it was brilliant. Like, Samoa Joe is the X Division champion, um, when he was just on that run of just beating everybody. Mm. It was absolutely brilliant. Like, AJ Styles, um, when he was healed in his initial run of being healed. Um, and all, and like, I absolutely loved it. And then it kind of went crap again. Um, although, like, Adam came in, Christine came in, and it was like, oh, there's an alternative here. And it was kind of separate to adults more so than WWE. I think, I, I think it, went, it went on a really good upturn, and then Hogan and Bishop yeah. turned up and ruined it. <laughs> absolutely. It was absolutely that. And I remember thinking at that point, Wrestling always gets ruined. But then I think after that, I think probably a couple of years I'm not really watching again. And then Punk did the old pipe bomb. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, it was around 2011, was it? 11, yeah. Yeah. And I think at that point it was again where it was like, oh, okay, we're going to get back in the ring. And I'd watched Ring of Honor, I'd always try to watch stuff. So I'd like, I tried to get into Ring of Honor when they were doing like, their weekly show online and stuff like that. Just, did quite sit. Yeah. Um, but then when Punk came back, and I was like, oh God, right, okay, Punk's on WWF now, like WWE now, bloody hell. And at that point is when I went, I really 
no. but it was the start of that long term like uh, progress on about a year later. I think it was. Um, and I'm not saying that I, I didn't watch progress at that point, but I think over the next couple of years, 2013, I realised there were shows locally as well that were pretty good. And there was this little thing bubbling, and I think probably from about 2014 onwards is when I got into British wrestling, yeah. progress, uh, ICW. Probably ICW before Progress, really, because they toured Newcastle quite a bit as well. Um, so I've got to see them Yeah, and I think from then, it's like, alright, well, I'm back in now. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever really have any, any ambitions of becoming a wrestler yourself? Or? Uh, absolutely not. I'm built of glass. The lowest pain threshold you'll ever imagine. I don't know how they do it. Like, I, I can't. I get a paper, paper cut and it'll bother me for like a week. <laughs> so, <laughs> So then you decided to start promotion. How did that come about? So I think, well, good. Yeah, so I didn't want to be a wrestler, but in the early days, so like when I was like 13, 14, 15, I used to do a lot of like um, E-Fed yeah. role-playing stuff. And I used to run promotions, like online promotions and stuff like that. Like, pretty, yeah, probably like 12, 13, 14, one of my mates. Um, and like, I was just obsessed with way that a show is put together, or the storylines uh, that, that sell a show, or um, just that the business that you know, was always massively interesting to me. Yeah. So I've gone through a bit of personal kind of uh, difficulties of like 2013, 2014, um, and, and then I ended up changing career, um, and it got to a point where I was like, I wasn't in the band anymore. That, that was a big part of my life. I was age of 14 and like 26, wow. 27. I stopped being in the band at that point. I, I've got an eight-year-old daughter as well. Um, and I've got a stepdaughter as well. Um, 16 or stepdaughter from a previous relationship. So very much I was like kind of the band thing. Just, I just couldn't do it anymore. So I needed some kind of creative outlet. And after going through a bit of a shit time, uh, I turned the rest of it and kind of went, well, you know what? I'm just going to do what I want to do. Yeah. Because I don't have a hell of a lot of now, but didn't have time. I had a couple of mates who were the wrestling. Um, the wrestling mates just, just weren't even, wouldn't even entertain wrestling as a, as a thing. No. Um, so I didn't know anyone in the industry, so I tried to get working on local shows, just you know, being a runner or doing anything basically, you know, working the door. And I found that like, it's very difficult to get into the wrestling industry if you don't know somebody. Um, and also, there's so many people who want to be part of the show. Yeah. Um, and it was just it was, it was impossible. And, you know, I'd, I'd say the bit of money to kind of, I've always wanted to do my own like, business. I've always wanted to uh, promote, I used to help promote gigs. I kind of thought about putting them on some sort of like club night or doing some sort of event type thing. And it always, always came back to wrestling. I was like, nah, this is the thing that I want to do. It's wrestling. You know, it, it, it's lived with me for so long. Be daft if I didn't go and hurt. So the fact, the fact that nobody wanted to take me on, um, or entertain the fact that I wanted to work for another show, because it is quite clicky, and I understand it now. Because yeah. I get a lot of people asking to come and work on my show, you just it's just not possible sometimes. No. <laughs> and I just thought, oh well, screw it, I'll just do my own. <laughs> <laughs> I'll annoy a bunch of people by starting my own promotion of 
in the area and would have no experience of it. And see how far I can take this. <laughs> well, tell, tell us about your first show. How, how did you, what were the matches and how, how did you get, how did you put the show together? Yeah, the first, the first show was like, well, it, it, I basically gave myself like eight months to, to, to sort it out because I thought it's not easy. I don't know anything about running a show. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll just try and give myself as much time as possible. Um, but the one thing I wanted to do was make sure that I was totally different. I didn't think that was here in Newcastle because, I mean, there's a lot of promotions in Newcastle now. There was, there was a lot of promotions in Newcastle then. There's even more now. And at the time, there wasn't. A big promotion like um, Defiant, no. uh, or, or what, what was what culture. Within the time of me planning and announcing stuff, within that eight months, they started, and you know, they had a lot of hell of money to, like, um, <laughs> to get up and running. So, but I still, I still think we're very different, mm-hmm. uh, fundamentally. So the idea was, was to do um, you know, an adult show in Newcastle. There wasn't any adult shows. So independent adult shows happening at that time. ICW come and do two shows a year. Um, there had been an adult show, I think, titled one. Um, I don't think it was successful. I think it's their lead show, certainly are. Um, and they ran in the same venue as we did. Yeah. Um, so I thought, nah, this perfect venue. It's perfect time to do it. Let's just see where I can go and start emailing wrestlers and start meeting wrestlers at shows. And it was, I looked at it now. An absolutely outrageous card. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, well, we had Will Ospreay booked and then wow. 24 hours before war. I just won the Super Juniors as well from Japan. Yeah. So this was like, I mean, it's obviously <clears throat> way past it, but at that time, it was at the peak of his, his powers. So it's just, it was a big thing. I had to arrange flights and hotels and stuff like 24 hours before he was supposed to be on the show. We did something. Which is just. I nearly had a breakdown, but but the card was. I mean, we had Jack Gallagher against El Guerrero. Wow! And this was two weeks before Jack Gallagher went off to WWE. Just managed to somehow. I, th- I think he just read my email and went, "Oh, might as well. I've never been to Newcastle before." So <laughs> before I go off to Florida, um, we had Pete Dunne against Mark Kirby. Um, uh, we had Chris Brooks and Tyler Bate. They teamed up as the fuckers <laughs> 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 against their new nation, which is primate. Yeah. He's part of the time. Alex Henry is not a wrestler anymore. And then he said, not with us. He's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we had like, we had the sons of you laid on there and then Don Black. We had Liam Slater against pre no fun done. David wow. Dunn. Uh, um, we had H.T. Drake and he was supposed to be against Will Ospreay, but we had Liam Thompson uh, come in. Literally, with six hours notice, got his car and came down from Edinburgh. Wow. Um, and yeah, I think that's a whole card, yeah. So it was, um, it was a really good card. There's a, there a lot of people to live for it as well. I think it was one of our best attended shows, probably for the next, and the next maybe seven shows. I don't think we got as many people in for that one as we did. Certainly the second show was an absolute disgrace, but <laughs> <laughs> we got about 80 people in the second show. But yeah, so. It was literally me just learning the ropes, and I think somehow it really fell into place and worked well. I think because I had experience of doing, being part of events, yeah. And I'd asked the guys as well who who I was who I was booking. I asked them as well, you know, what do you want from the show? 
constitutes a good show for you. I think we actually relatively professional from, from day one, and um, we were quite organised from day one. And it actually looked back, I'm still going to have a dinner, but, okay. um, and I've learned so much since then. And I think if I was to go and give myself advice now, you know, three years ago, I'd say don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so earlier this year you crowned your first champion in Rory Coyle. Yeah. You, so how did you go about choosing the first champion? Yeah, so uh, Rory Coyle, um, he was there at show one. He's somebody that I, when I, when I was first looking for, for local talent to work the show, because um, that was one thing I wanted, I wanted to have. I mean, we initially stuck like that with um, the premise of North vs. South. I'm really glad that I didn't follow that through because I would just be a logistical nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> He was somebody who was, he was local, even though he's from Ireland. Um, and his videos just, as he sees videos now, he had much less of, his, of himself in them. But his videos are just something that I in, immediately thought, Christ, that's, there's, there's a lot in that. that yeah. That, just as much as normal's grown, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I think him going off and doing like, will be pre-show books, progress, you know, um, he's done ICWs with some barrel ends. You know, he's wrestling regularly down at TNT. Um, he's wrestling over at BWR. Uh, he's done OTT Contender Show. Um, and it's no surprise to me because of that, the ability he has on, on the mic and in the promo and in his videos. Mm-hmm. There's just nobody else doing anything close to the level of what he does. And on top of that, you can also tell a fantastic story in the ring. I'm not going to say he's like, you know, he's not, he's, he's not your Robbie X or your El Fantasma or that type of guy. But what he does do is that just proper, how I see proper storytelling in wrestling. So when it came to, uh, you know, choosing the champion, it was, do we go with somebody who's already really established on, on this team, which you definitely could have done. Yeah. Um, you know, and I thought, well, that would help us, you know, help our profile, um, help us with some legitimacy. But we've always tried to do things a little bit different. Well, we've always tried to, uh, stick by our guns with North and we're very I think when you see a North show you can tell it's a North show but if you came to a North show live you'd know it's a North show and I think it's I think our live experiences I'm not, I'm not going to say it's unique because wrestling's wrestling it's all it all has the same reference points or whatever but I do think that he Rory epitomises exactly what we're trying to do and what I'm trying to do so I think putting put the belt it's just no. And I'm, I'm really glad we did. I think it's, I think it's really, um, you know, kind of set a benchmark for, for what I want for my champions. Yeah, I've only actually seen him wrestle once in a rumble, so I haven't actually seen him do a proper match. Where was that? Uh, Wrestle Island. Yeah, I knew, I couldn't remember the name of Wrestle Island. Yeah, he's wrestled there. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd say, if you want to see a guy who just has all of that old school mentality, fuck, blended, modern, a modern way of interacting with fans. He's, he's brilliant. Live, he's brilliant. He'll have you know, the palm of his hand and gets a microphone as well. So, um, <laughs> I mean, our crowd just absolutely adore And I think that's great for promotions when you can have your own, your own champion. Yeah. considers that promotion. And he wrestles, you know, he wrestles everywhere in the Northeast as well. And he's very well established everywhere in the Northeast as well. But everybody knows that where his promotion is. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that 
helps um, helps me, helps him, helps all, helps fans, and it keeps us unique to to the other promotions around here as well. Oh God, it's him! That oh no, Valerie, Valerie, we've downloaded the wrong podcast. <laughs> we meant to get broken but glorious. We've got that one with that idiot on from Cultaholic. No, not Petiti. No, not Jack. No, not Ross. No, not the one really low down the totem pole. Tom Campbell. That's him. I think we've got that one on. We should get Broken Book. Oh, this is Broken Book Glorious. Oh, he's, he's just doing the intro to it. Oh, that's a relief. I thought it'd be him for the whole hour. This is Tom Campbell, and this is Broken But Glorious. <laughs> cool, so I've asked the North Wrestling Facebook fan page for some <laughs> questions. So, um, Samuel Jorgensen, is it? Yeah. Yep. Uh, asks um, if you could do anything regarding North again, what would you? Um, I know that, yeah, well, I know you mentioned the Scrabble match next, that's, that's yeah. like the, running, the running joke where for one night I became Vince Russo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would probably re-manage that Scrabble a little bit um, and not be as... I think it's the first time in the show where I've, I've micromanaged a match. Yeah. And it just, the, the end just didn't really work and it was a shame because it's how we, how we crown the champion, but I shouldn't should have listened to the, like, the more experienced heads in the, in the, in the locker room. Yeah. You know, like, you live in it. And everyone was, you know, put my hands up straight away and went, yeah, the scheduling and that was probably, was my fault. In terms of doing stuff differently, I don't, I don't know really, because I think I've learned so much anyway. Anything that's gone really badly, you can always turn around and say, well, I won't do that again. No. You know? Um, <laughs> yeah. Nah, I don't think there's, Sounds bad, don't you? you can always say you can work hard. I always say I can work harder. I feel like I can promote it better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I don't think I would change it. Uh, I think I think we are where we are for a reason. I think we're very much become the promotion that we set out to be to some extent. But then something completely different to what we set out to be as well. No, is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Humphreys asks, um, "Would you rather wrestle a Benji side primate or a primate size Benji?" <laughs> Definitely a primate-sized Benji. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Easy. Easy. He's pretty... The thing is, though, he's what... I think of Benji stopped being such a Tory bastard. Yeah. And stop relying on being an arsehole. He's a great wrestler. Yeah. I think... <laughs> uh, I think he would wrestle circles around me, of course he would, but... He's also quite big, actually. Don't... Don't tell him said that. <laughs> Bigger than me, anyway. Yeah. Not high-wise, but size. So, yeah. 100%. A was it a primate sized Benji? Yeah. I think I'd, 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 I think a Benji sized primate would just I think it'd be worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine all of that power in that tiny <laughs> uh, Nathan Coulson asks, "What's your favourite character in The Simpsons, and why is it Kent Brockman?" Favourite character in The Simpsons. This is see. This is one of these questions where this is where why I'm going to get judged on. And this is more than anything else. <laughs> Favorite character in Simpsons. I'm going to be really boring, just saying Toma. Toma? <laughs> yes, that's what it is. It's going to be over. Especially as I'm a dad. Yeah. There's more times than not that I kind of go, oh, is Toma right here? Is he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> End up sounding like him. Yeah, I'd say. I'm going to get panned for that. <laughs> I'm, guess- I'm guessing you- the, answer- the answer to the next one is. If you don't get killed by Primate, you'll consider it. So Callum Hall asks, 
Uh, why don't the landed gen, gen, the landed gentry get tag team titles? Just, I mean, it's pretty similar as well. For a start, we don't have tag titles. No. Um, <laughs> we have one belt. I've always kind of wanted to, I think we should probably think about introducing tag titles. It's just a cost of buying two belts. It's mm. expensive, expensive business. But <laughs> I've always just wanted to have one belt because I think it, the one thing I always hate wrestling is the way that promotions overload belts. I mean, mm. you just have to look at WWE. I mean, that's got like 12, 12 on their main shows. If not more. Um, yeah. So I always thought one, one belt would do us. It's gender neutral. You know, anyone can have a challenge for it. Size doesn't matter. Um, but I do think that that's probably something that we should look into. Yeah, twelve. Yeah, twelve. If you include NXT, it's twelve. Jesus, that's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. Like, it, I think the more you have, the more it devalues the main one. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and, then, and then you end up, by virtue of that, devaluing the whole of your roster. You so tell by third pounds the last time a WWE title headlined anything. Yeah. So, I mean, exactly. The IC like, title's been headlining above the WWE title recently. So. Yeah, and I mean, it should as well, but. Last one, so it's your commentator and friend of the show, Tom Campbell, asks, can you have a pay rise? Yeah. Uh, Tom, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> you pay, you're worth your weight, go. <laughs> this has been Alexis Falcon on Broken But Glorious with my fan, Chris. See you all soon. Uh, so, as we mentioned, you got a huge show coming up. North yeah. Wrestling, Smash Mirrors and Fuck TV at the Riverside in Newcastle this Saturday, yeah. December 8th, which has a stack card and the main event is still to be announced, is that right? It is. Um, when's this going on? When's this going on? Um, later tonight. Okay, well, we'll hold off on the main event because I've seen some news which is put on the main event. I'm pretty sure people are going to know what it is. Um, <laughs> you'll have to tune in to our, our um, social media channels to find out what the main event is, yeah. it will be a North Wrestling Championship match. Wow. I've, I can't confirm that. But yeah, like the rest of the cards, it's, it's a pretty, pretty good card. I'm pretty happy with this one. I'm always happy with the like, like, cards, but I think, you know, we've got, we've got like four debuts. So the Island Dawn. Yeah. Uh, NXT UK's Island Dawn versus Shaq. That's going to be great. I think, should, I think it should be really good. I think she's, I think she's brilliant. So I'm really happy to have her. And I've of heard, course, I've, I think Shaq's I've heard amazing things about Shaq. I haven't actually had a chance to see her live yet, but she's brilliant. She's kind of um, we normally um, like our well, Roxy's normally kind of like our home girl. Yeah, um, she's wrestling for Pro Wrestling Eve on Saturday, which we're like over the moon about because I think it's that that is the show she should be pushing to get on. So her and Shaq's have been kind of on and off uh, whenever they cross paths. Basically, um, they put on a match. They put on a match. I think that was a few shows by him. Brilliant. Um, I think Shax is one of the most underrated female wrestlers in the UK. Genuinely, genuinely, there's a lot of really good female wrestlers. So I'm really, I'm very, really interested to see, see either Dolph versus Shax. Like, very interesting. He got, he got a single match between Prime and, 
Primates. Primates. <laughs> and then Xeonox. So, isn't yeah. pri- what, what happened to Primate being retired? So, Primate last show, I thought he was retired. He's always stayed a fan of the show. Yeah. Uh, we had a we did screening of the progress document. We, we did uh, a big tribute to him at the beginning of one of our shows. Which we, thought, we, all, we got told yeah, he retired. <laughs> we had a really bad interview. Like, yeah. Joel gone, we did some uh, screening of progress. And yeah. Uh, Joseph was there doing uh, Q&A with us. And Primate was there. And I was like, yeah, I'm not seeing him. I hadn't seen him. Six months. Uh, I don't know, but, uh, so yeah, so he, he came to the show because we had a show the day after. Twentieth uh, October was our last show. The crowd and then uh, made an event with Screwface versus Rampage Brown. Uh, uh, last month's standing match, which wow. was it was insane as well. Um, there was just some horrible chair shots and oh. so they ripped the uh, ring apron up because it basically ended with a pile driver onto the boards. Oh. It was just. It was just disgusting. <laughs> and um, Screwface and Primate have had this, because they, they know each other at the ring as well, they've had this ongoing tension built between them. There was a bit of a kerfuffle afterwards. Mm. But anyway, so I hadn't seen him afterwards. I was like, but yeah, mate, like, you want to watch a jaw? And he kind of made this comment where he was like, yeah, well, we'll see him, you know, something like that. But it was a much broader journey than I am. Yeah. And definitely later with more experience than but, um, <laughs> um, and then, yeah, it turns out, you know, not long after that, um, he got the all clear from the doctors again. Um, I think he rested his face when I was back after fire, maybe Monday. Oh. So, I couldn't turn the opportunity down to put him on, and Zero Knox went off the line of him, well, they injured, uh, John, our normal rep, John Myers, so we've got ICW and NXT UK, Sean, we've lost him, Sean, the rep. Yeah. Coming out and stepping his place. So okay. I kind of thought, hey, he knocked out my, he damaged John's hand. So why don't I put you in a match with the returning primates <laughs> and see you get your ass kicked, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, and then you've got, I, I don't think you can put two polar opposite wrestlers in the ring then, and Cara Noir really, and Mark Coffey. You really couldn't. <laughs> oh, Cara Noir and Mark Coffey, oh my god, yeah, like, no way. Like, <laughs> that was, yeah, that one, that was, um, just a bit fortuitous where I kind of always wanted the coffees and all. It's never happened. Um, and it turned out my coffee was available. Yeah. It turned out Cara Noir was available and I kind of thought, again, this is why it's good being a, a, a wrestling fucker sometimes because you kind of think, just put me in the ring and see, see what happens. <laughs> yeah, <brilliant. laughs> I think it's going to be great. It's going to be brilliant to see, see what they come up with. He's, he's another one I haven't seen live. I've only seen on tapes and Cara Noir. So. Yeah. got a six-man tag, got the No Fun Police and Mike Trevay versus Lou Nixon, uh, Shreddy Rack and TK Cooper. That's right, so we've had a bit of that again, that runs quite deep. I think TK debuted nine months ago. Uh, him and Spike have been kind of at each other's throats on and off. They had a really good match back in 2012, it was. Um, 
And last show, Spike was getting all the TK, TK. It's a mad move from Spike, so, so yeah, this is going to be a really interesting one. Mm. I think, too hard, as they've called themselves. Yeah. TK, I think they promised they win. They're going to do the, the, the too hard slash too cool dance. Wow. Which I think is all. <laughs> so I figured, I, I know who I want to win on that one. <laughs> you have another tag team match. You've got Gabriel Kidd and Robbie X versus Lucas Steele and Miles Kamen. So, yeah. Oh, I love uh, Gabriel Kidd. I'm surprised he hasn't made it to NXT yeah. UK or anything yet. He's like he's proper old school hot. Yeah. He looks like Stan Hansen. Yeah. <laughs> He's making our debut for us, which is great. Yeah. Again, we're always trying to kind of shy away from what we do. It sounds really bad, but using the same kind of, I don't want to say imports, but the guys coming into Newcastle, we want to use people who haven't been to Newcastle yeah. that much. So Gabriel Kidd's obviously been uh, what culture has defined massive. Um, and then it was Lucas Steele Miles. Miles came and attacked Robbie X recently. Um, now they're under the tutelage of Nathan Cruz, wow. as we know, is a proper bastard. Um, so Robbie gave us a call and just said, look, do you, would you give me a match against them? I was like, yeah. Who have you got as a tag partner? He went, give him a kid. And that was kind of one of those ones again where it was like, well, absolutely. Yeah, you can't say nice <laughs> that. I want to see that. <laughs> He's susceptibly caught talk to Gabriel Kidd as well, because I met him there showing you Bryson. When he was in the ring, he didn't look that tall. But I'm five foot seven, he towered over me. Is he really, is he really tall? Because he's huge as well. Yeah. Is that, I'm only at 5'9". Yeah. So what's he at? Is he like over 6 foot? I think he's, yeah, probably 6'2". He doesn't look that big when he's on telly. <laughs> you always say, yeah, you always say, like, especially with guys who are big, like, built, like, brick shithouses. <laughs> you sometimes see them and you're like, oh, right. You're like, wow. <laughs> Obviously, built mm. a lot better than I am. Yeah. But, yeah, I think if you... Another guy like that, Lucas Steele. I don't know whether you've seen. I think he's I've right. seen him twice. He's, he's he's going for the title this Sunday. Yeah, and he's another one. He can't just be. He's come out of nowhere, but it sounds really bad. But you know, when you see a guy you're like, even if you saw him on the street, you'd be like, "You're a wrestler." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a wrestler. I think um, so. I mean, yeah, he's another one who's ginormous, and I'll be interested to see him. In fact, I'll be interested to see how Robbie acts. Yeah, because I think Robbie. Calling everyone completely underrated, but Robbie's just—he's amazing. I think he's started to become rated <laughs> as rated as he should be. He's unbelievable. Is he, is he going to be under the mask or unmasked? Nah, un- unmasked. Yeah. For us. We've, we've, we've had him for a while. I like him. I like him unmasked. I don't. I don't, I don't, get, I don't see why he's masked. <laughs> nah, nah. I mean, I, don't, I think maybe for the kids. Yeah. With worlds of sport, maybe. Maybe it's a merchandise line, so maybe it's another, another thing to sell, but nah, I think, you know, I think it's better without it. I think seeing him at other promotions, right, he's been unmasked and where he's a, he's a, a bastard as well. Like, he's actually a good guy where we are. He's ordinarily, he's ordinarily a bastard. So yeah, I always think, he, yeah, I don't think the mask does, does him any favours. I think it's, he's one of the best in the UK at the minute. Yeah. And, He's better just left to his own devices. We had a match between him and El Fantasma uh, wow. two shows ago. Uh, yeah, yeah, which you can get a lot on demand. Northwestern.com. Nice plug. <laughs> um, and it's just phenomenal. Like everyone raves about El Fantasma, rightfully so. But you know, Robbie's just as good. If, you know, if not better in my eyes. I absolutely love Robbie. And uh, the last match we've got is Boris Kozlov versus T uh, H T. Great. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, that's what I was brewing as well. Because last yeah. show, like, 
AC Drake's real life girlfriend is Roxy. Yeah. And the last show, for some reason, he absolutely knocked her out. Wow. AC Drake. I don't think he meant to. That's what he said he wasn't meant to. But he'd been, he was a top guy for the first few shows. Every main event. He's kind of, I think, I personally think he's one of the best technical wrestlers in Britain. I think he'll, he'll be hard pressed to find a bad HD Drake match. I just think he's brilliant. He's one of the guys as well who's worked on our show because the ring. And he's become a good friend of mine over the last couple of years. And he's one of the unseen kind of like heroes of Rome. Mm-hmm. But he's seemingly getting quite a bit frustrated with his position. I think his, his whole position in British wrestling. I think, I think he feels he deserves to be a little bit higher than he is. So it's one of those things where you see they were him and Boris were tagging last show and they did not get on. No. So as a booker, it's money. Let's just go. Well, right, have a fight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'll put um, links to tickets and information about the show yeah. in the description below this interview. Uh, do you want to promote your social media for me? Yeah. So Facebook, uh, it's North Wrestling NCL. Um, Instagram and Twitter, it's North underscore NCL. Um, I'm sure I'm missing something. Like that as well. I'm rubbish at this bit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh yeah, YouTube.com slash North Wrestling NCL. You can get tickets from NorthWrestling.co.uk, and we're on demand. It's three dollars ninety nine a month. Wow. NorthWrestling.pivotshare.com. We've got other promotions on there as well. We've got um, White Wolf. Which is uh, where Adam Chase Naked. Yeah. With their whole promotion. We've got shows theirs on. We've got uh, Bar Wrestling on there as well, which is Joey Ryan's promotion up in LA, so you can get all, oh, cool. all of their shows. Um, and also WWA, World Wrestling All Stars, Jeff Jarrett's weird promotion that we were, like 2002. Yeah. They've weirdly sent us like three, three, what's the, three of their shows. Is that the one you did in Austra- Australia? Yeah. 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 It's exactly it, yeah. They came to Newcastle, um, like in 2002. It was the weirdest show I've ever seen. It's a new <laughs> as well. There's like Conan, Suzuki Guerrero, AJ wow. Styles, Bret Hart and stuff. So, so you're definitely worth the money. Definitely. Yeah, so I'll put the links yeah. in the yeah. description below this interview. So I've really enjoyed speaking today. I'd love to have you on again in the future. Yeah, it's been a pleasure, Chris. Thank you very much, mate. Yeah, and good luck with um, Smash Mirrors and Fuck TV. Nice one, too. <laughs>